Good evening, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Geeks Who Haunt. Tonight, I am joined yet again by Ulrich from Geeks With Shields, because I need a lot of help doing movie reviews. But anyway, tonight we are talking about the 2019 remake of Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. What did you think? Why do I have to keep watching the terrible movies? Everyone else gets to watch things, good movies. I have to watch the crap like this and La La Rona and Hush and all the other terrible movies you make me watch. It's because technically we live together, so you don't get a choice. Where is this technically nonsense coming from? It's a fact. (laughs) Okay, so if you can't tell, Ulrich didn't like it. Um, I thought it was good at first, but unfortunately, I got really bored right after the climax of the movie, and I kind of just wanted it to end. I think the movie went on a little too long. Well, here's the fun thing. Slagathor has never seen the original Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. which my mom who loves Stephen King, even she doesn't like this one. She says, it's dumb, the whole book is dumb, the movie is dumb, it's just dumb. And I share that sentiment. But Slagathor didn't know how dumb the original was or how dumb this movie had the potential to get. And gods above does it get dumb. See, like, I was all for the movie and everything until I realized where the Pet cemetery actually was. Like, I thought it was stupid that you go to this area called Pet cemetery. You know, and it's actually the cemetery with all the pets and the tombstones and stuff like that. But you have to climb over this big fucking embankment thing, go on this long six-day trek just to get to a special little tiny area where you have to bury your body. Do not call it a pet cemetery where things come back to life if you're not going to bury things in the goddamn pet cemetery. It is stupid. I just like that... At no point during the first trip out to the pet cemetery, after he climbs the giant wooden barrow and goes to the place that just screams evil (laughs) with, you know, storm clouds and fog and just going, yeah, this place is full of bad juju. He doesn't question going, why are we burying the cat here? This seems like a bad place to bury the cat. Yeah, or I don't know why I, 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 I don't know. But I just don't have anything more to say besides that. Other than the fact that, you know, if I was the dad, I'd be feeling very fucking guilty. Because, one, bringing the cat back to life, yeah, fine, whatever. But he should have killed that fucking cat instead of just setting it free. Like, seriously, I get it. Cat looked really freaking adorable, didn't want to go, whatever. I thought the cat was adorable. Yes, I know, whatever. But he should have killed the cat because then his daughter wouldn't have run into the middle of the road and got hit by that weird big semi-truck thing. You jumped like five plot points there. So let's kind of circle back and do the Cliff Notes version of this family moves to this little house in the middle of nowhere. They, you know, bond with their neighbor. The neighbor likes the daughter. The daughter's cat gets hit by a truck. 
they bury, you know, the neighbor's like, oh, well, we're going to go bury it at this special graveyard. And Cat comes back looking evil as fuck. So like I thought when I debated about this one going, he's an angry looking motherfucker. He is definitely evil. And she's like, oh, no, he's cute. He's on the poster, folks. You can look it up. Leave us a comment going, that is not a cat I want in my house. I don't care. He was adorable. And it just shows how much of a cat lover I am. Okay? Yeah, you're going to invite Satan into our house. Oh, stop it. He just needed a bath. And, and the cat of course came back evil because that's what happens every time you bury something in this graveyard even to the point the old neighbor guy was like oh yeah you know we always used to bury things there and they came back wrong but i thought it'd be different this time and the cat ends up killing the little girl just because it's well that's where this movie gets weird i'd say is what is the motivation of these reanimated undead things yeah because you know after the little girl dies, she comes back, you know, tortures, I guess, pretty much. Well, she comes the, back as an undead and there's well, something wrong with her immediately. Well, yeah, obviously. And she tries to kill her father and stuff. And then the mother and her little brother come back and she ends up killing her mother, who comes back. who And then they both together kill the father. And then they go back to the house where it is implied that they killed the little brother oh, so no, they can be an undead family together. Straight up said because the little toddler is sitting there in the car and the last scene of the movie is them unlocking the doors with implication. And then they murdered the baby, which that's my biggest problem with this movie. And I've been trying to figure a better way to say it, but it's mean spirited. Like nothing about this movie it doesn't want you to watch it. It just seems everyone is mean-spirited, and the movie is mean-spirited. It's very, as we would have said, edgelord. Like, it really focuses on, ha, huh, we killed a kid, and then we killed another kid because we can. I know, and it's probably a bit grotesque or morbid of me or whatever, but when the when the daughter on her birthday gets hit by the big truck and stuff like that, I was thinking to myself, and I even said, Dolrick, you know, that's not how... That's not how it would look because, you know, there's no blood splatter. There's no nothing. She's laying peacefully on the side of the road and everything. And I'm just like, that's not how it would look. And I know that's wrong with me. Wrong for me to think that. But I well, can't. the more based explanation is they have to bury her and bring her back. So if she's putty, like she would be after getting hit by an 18-wheeler, mm. it doesn't so much work for the movie. And that's the other problem I have with this movie, is the original said that, you know, well, it's an Indian burial ground or some such nonsense, and it brings people back wrong. And this one, they're like, oh, Wendigo, Wendigo, Wendigo. Okay, you gonna elaborate on that? No, we just like saying Wendigo a lot. That's not even how a Wendigo works. Yeah, if you know anything about Wendigos, Wendigos have nothing to do with shit By the way, when did that become like the new trendy thing in horror? Wendigo. it was like dead until, or dead until... Until dawn. Until dawn or something. But it's been like kind of under the surface fun horror theme for a while and it's never really... Anyways, yeah. So I thought, okay, Wendigo. That seems like it's an interesting interpretation. They just bring it up and never talk about it again. Okay, one thing, though, that we cannot forget to talk about that has, I feel like, no reason to be in the movie, the mother's fucking shit. Oh, yeah, that one goes nowhere, does nothing, serves no purpose, just drags the movie out. Because, you know, the mother had this... Twin. She was her twin. It was her twin. And she was super deformed for some reason. And sickly and stuff like that, and her parents left her 
home alone to take care of her sister. And instead of just taking her sister's dinner up to her, they used the dumb, she used the dumb waiter that didn't work properly. And her sister ended up, you know, crawling her way across it across her floor to it and end up following falling down and dying and her mother has obvious ptsd from it and stuff and there's she it's brought up so many times during the movie and it's implied that the pet cemetery is haunting her with it yeah and it i and then let's talk about the patient that dies at the beginning of the movie and then haunts the doctor yeah. Because in the original, that was kind of a thing because he was warning him away the whole movie. He yeah. was like, don't go to the pet cemetery. And this guy was like, hey, how's it going? And everyone's like, oh, who the fuck are you? Never mind. I won't come back till the end of the movie. When I appear to your son for no reason, this movie makes no sense. Yeah. And it's not a complex movie. Stupid people die, get buried in the cemetery, come back, murder more people. And people go, hmm. Well, what if I did that again? They can't come back evil twice. Yeah, I know. And I know that he was desperate to have his daughter again. But after seeing the cat, he should have known better than to try and bring back his daughter. And you can obviously see it because of the way that he drugged his neighbor to keep him from trying yeah, to... Yeah, because his neighbor was like, hey, man, I know we buried the cat and that bit us in the ass. And I know you're sad, but I don't think we should do it with a person. And I'll give him some credit because in the movie the original movie it was just one kid dies he buries it it murders the neighbor and then the mother so then he buries the mother and the movie ends with him being murdered by his wife which was dumb but this one was dumb and mean <laughs> because at the moment of triumph like all right we have finally you know put this curse to rest and we're all victorious and oh no she killed my you know my wife got resurrected which did you notice that there's a weird time and how long it takes to get to the graveyard yeah like every other time it's like this is a serious trek but when the daughter buried and resurrected the mother it was maybe five minutes yeah. and then mom hauled ass back to murder dad just in time yeah i don't know and then the last thing because i noticed this before you did but you kind of caught on this is some of the worst acting i have ever seen in a movie yeah but i do agree with you the the young actress that played the daughter, she did wonderful. She did really great. And then, of course, John Lithgow is John Lithgow. I don't uh -huh. think he can be bad in a movie. Well, actually, to scratch that, there's a couple he's bad in. But he's really doing a good job. But everyone else is just like, my daughter died, and I don't like this house. It is kind of spooky. I'm being haunted by visions of my dead sister. No, they don't mean anything. They're just, you know, I'd like you to know that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go away for three quarters of the movie now because I'm sad. <laughs> Which, yeah. not knocking the grieving process, is this is a terrible movie. I was honestly kind of excited for this movie because, I don't know, I thought it could be really good and I wanted to see how they changed a few things from the original and the book and stuff. And they just made it dumber. I didn't think they could, but they made See, it dumber. I enjoyed, like I said, I enjoyed like the first little bit of it. And then. Well, it felt like they were setting something up with the weird children's parade to bury the, you know, things in the weird paper mache mask. Like, oh, that's going to be something. Or, you know, the natives knew there's something wrong with this land and the Wendigo spirits. Okay, this could be something. And it's not because the first one, it's a dumb story and it's not even propped up by the fact that it was an interesting journey to get there. It was just a long 
series of someone's gonna die and come back. <laughs> yeah, and did you okay? So when they first, when him and uh, his neighbor go on the quote unquote quest to bury the cat and everything, you know, it's this long trek and stuff. All of a sudden, they go from clear nighttime skies to you look out and it's like freaking Mordor out there or something like Again, that. Again, like, this cemetery was clearly don't bury shit here. It's evil. Well, they're at the end of their quote unquote property lines and stuff and it's like, what kind of fucked up place is this that you know you got cap- you know you got Mordor in your backyard and you don't see the evil skies or anything? Yeah, like that was one of the first questions. That's, well, how far does our property run? And you know, it's all like, oh, it runs far enough. It's like, mm-hmm. You didn't. I feel these are basic homeowning things. Like he had a tour of the property because obviously he's got some extensive property. He yeah. never asked to see him. Also, biggest problem with the original was the whole thing they were setting up is the semis go racing by the road, mm-hmm. and no one put up a solid gate or a defense, hedge or anything to keep kids from wandering into the roads. It was the problem in the first movie, and in this one they kind of did. Except for the giant gaping hole in the hedge leads directly to the freeway where the trucks go flying by. No, if I lived anywhere out in the middle of, you know, nowhere with a place where trucks could go barreling, I would make sure that I had a safe enclosure for my kids. Well, they established, like, the first five minutes of the movie and a truck goes barreling by and almost hits one of the kids. And neighbor guy's like, oh, yeah, those trucks go flying through here all the time. Like, well, that's some heavy-handed foreshadowing if ever I've seen it. Why don't you say, yeah, they killed three kids last year. But, again, no no point to the... I get it facilitates the point of the movie. My point being is... When a movie is bad, you notice all the other little stupid things going on. Well, what what do you think could have been done to make it better? Okay, real simple. You establish a reason behind what the cemetery is. Mm. Because the one I was going with is there's some evil spirit trapped there and it wants to come into our world. I know it's hokey, but it's better than, I don't know, it's, it, it's just evil. And or it's what, ancient. And it's ancient. Cool. What does it want? I don't know. Why do people come back evil? I don't know. Why the hell do people keep burying stuff here? I don't know. Yeah. They had no. They have. They've had decades to flush this story out, and that would have helped a little bit because it still would have been bad acting. It still mm-hmm. would have been mean spirited, but at least it would have gone to the end, going well. At least now I know why the things come back the way they do, mm-hmm. or what this plan was, because there was an evil. A sentience almost they were hinting at with the little girl and what she wanted to you know do she was trying to lure them all back or get them all back and there was weird face changing like it transformed yeah. into the neighbor's wife and where the fuck did that come from yeah like how could that happen and why was it like before she killed the neighbor why was she trying to or the stupid cemetery evil lands like haunting this guy too like it was doing more a lot of a, jumping yeah one more pass of the script to you know make an idea i feel like this is a great example of uh, how's that pet cemetery script going oh you know it's almost done well we're shooting tomorrow well then it's done enough <laughs> and i get we're in the you know remake everything stephen king for good or bad this is one you know didn't need remade because it's i it's not one of his good ones yeah and this proves that it doesn't get better. Yeah. Well, 
I don't think we can say much more about Pet Cemetery without just completely going over everything we've already said. No need to keep saying it. If you must watch it, go ahead and watch it. I'm sorry that you decided to watch it. If you have seen it, let us know through Twitter what you thought about it. Maybe you shared our uh, opinions. Maybe you didn't. Let us know. It'd be kind of cool. Now, Ulrich, is there anything that you would like to plug? Well, if you're listening to this, presumably you're a fan of our other podcast, Geeks with Shields. If you're not and you've discovered this one, awesome. Geeks with Shields is a weekly podcast we put on mostly with my S.H.I.E.L.D. brother, Axel. We occasionally have Slagathor on to help us talk. We have a bunch of other guests. But it is a weekly podcast where we talk all things geeky, nerdy, and everything in between. It's a great little break from the darkest timeline we find ourselves currently stuck in. Mm. And if you like this, we hope you will like that as well. All right, my listeners. I'm going to leave you on horror tip number six. Never build on top of an Indian burial ground, no matter how cheap the land is. <laughs>